welcome back to Living Black Podcast with your host, Layla and Ari, and a guest co-host of Leah. Hey, guys. So today's topic, we're going to be talking about tough love or abuse with our guest co-host of Leah. Um, Leah, if you want to introduce yourself, you surely can. Um, so hey, everyone. I'm in ninth grade. I'm actually a former classmate and friend of Ariana Smith, one of the co-hosts. Um, we've known each other for almost two years now, which is pretty great. And I am a complete supporter of her and her co-host's new podcast. I'm so excited to be here. And I hope that I can contribute a unique perspective to the conversation. Thank you guys for having me. Thanks for joining us. Yes, thank you for being here, Leah. Um, so for today's question of the day, our question of the day is, do you believe hitting kids is abuse? Why or why not? Whoever wants to start can go. I guess I'll go first. So in my opinion, I believe it can, depending on what the situation is or how they are being hit, can determine if it's abuse or not. So basically, in a situation where a kid is misbehaving, the right thing to do wouldn't be to hit them because, you know, hitting them, it doesn't teach them anything. Like abusing them, in my opinion, won't teach them anything. It's not going to help them in any way. If anything, it's going to hurt them more than help them. So I believe that it is abuse in most situations. Um, I'll go next. So me personally, I've grown up in a household where my grandmother still believes that hitting your children is a way to protect them from what they could possibly face in the outside world if they do certain actions. However, I fully do not agree with what they believe. I personally believe that hitting kids is abuse. Um, there's actually been significant amount of research that shows when children are hit from a very young age, it causes their flight or their flight or flee reaction. So basically, it's an, a protective mechanism of the brain to um, put up a defense, a physical defense towards anyone. So they walk around hypervigilant, which basically means that they go through life always worried about keeping their guard up, which blocks off their vulnerability. And I don't appreciate that. I know that I used to be spanked. And at a certain point, I wouldn't really care if I got hit. Like I wouldn't learn. It wasn't productive learning. It was more so I learned not to do that just to keep myself safe. It wasn't because I truly understood why I, what I was doing was quote unquote not correct. It was more so I just stopped doing the action out of fear rather than understanding, which is where a lot of kids who I've known fall into that category. They go through those experiences and then they, they're put in a position where they're afraid. They're afraid to make mistakes. They're afraid to have conflict with anybody because they don't know how to verbally respond or talk things out, which is what you're pushed into when you become an adult. I agree with you entirely, um, both of you actually. Um, so when it comes to me, I believe that hitting kids as itself, like even putting their your hands on them, like 
for whatever reason that might be, it's still confirmed as abuse. Um, now, if the kid were to put their hands on you and they're old enough to understand what they're doing and they're not like a little toddler or four or five year old, because, you know, at that age, they don't know how to express their feelings yet. They're still learning that. So once they get past that age and they're able to understand how to express their feelings and how to express what they have going on in their mind, I believe then at that point, then if they hit you, then okay, it's okay for you to fight them back. But of course, not in a way to harm them um, because you also have to train them to understand how the world works as a parent. But if the kid is just misbehaving on their own and just like not having good grades at school or they said something mean to a teacher or their aunt, then in that case, hitting them in response to their misbehavior isn't the right treatment. Because when you put your hands on somebody, that doesn't solve issues. And I understand that a lot of our like, the, the young counterparts of our community, Black community specifically, there's a lot of fights that go on and it gets very physical. And to me personally, I think that strain from us growing up or them growing up, going through their parents or primarily their mothers spanking them because they got into something that they shouldn't have or they did something that was considered misbehaving in the household. So in my scenario, it's kind of like, it depends on the backstory of the situation, but in nine times out of 10, it is considered abuse. Agreed. So do we want to go ahead and go into our next or our sub, our first subtopic for the episode? Mm-hmm. So our first subtopic is, it's more of like a question. So our subtopics for today are all basically questions that we're going to respond to with our own answers. So our first question or subtopic is, why do some people believe hitting their kids on the butt is discipline or just hitting them in general? Um, I'll go ahead and answer first. So I believe that they believe it is discipline because it was what they were taught. They believe that in doing this, it is helping the child to learn from their right from their wrong. And they mostly do this because their parents did it as a form of discipline to them or to like the child and their their grandparents did as a form of was discipline to their parents. It's kind of like a generational trend that was brought down from slavery as a form of discipline. And when something has been done for generations and generations, the trend just won't stop immediately. It's very sad, but it's the truth. And that's just what I believe on this topic. I agree. Yes, I, I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, I agree with you entirely because Personally, to myself, I believe that it's more of like generational trauma because if we all relate back to like slavery and um, the 400 years of going through slavery, we all know that the masters, they used to like get out a belt or something to hit the slaves with if they didn't do what they were supposed to do for the day or maybe they ran away. And it was more of like a form of like telling them to stop doing what they're doing and you know, it's kind of like punishment as well because they didn't do something right. And over time, it became like not a trend in a good way. And it just became something that parents did because 
it's how we were treated um, as slaves or our ancestors were treated as slaves. Yes, I fully agree. And I'd like to go on. Similar to what Ariana said, this is a case of generational occurrences that have happened to our ancestors, to our grandparents, to even our parents. I remember my mom telling me stories of how she used to get spankings and how she was actually grateful for those spankings because it taught her what not to do. And I think many people, especially in the Black community, they confuse love with having to show really, really strict physical discipline. They confuse the two because I've often heard that my grandmother will tell me, I'm doing this because I love you and because I'd rather you deal with it from me than deal with it from other people who don't know you like I do. And I think that's counterintuitive because when you're solving physical when you're solving problems with physical actions, um, it's lessening your ability to verbally express your feelings, to verbally express conflict, to verbally act like to socially interact with anyone in a respectful manner when you guys both have difference in opinion. And when you go into the workforce and you go into high school, when you go into any other grade, they expect you to be able to handle your situations in a manner that doesn't result in physical fighting, which is something that we don't see. We don't see uh, verbal communication when solving conflicts too much in the public school systems, especially in people of color. We don't normally see that because it hasn't been taught in the household when addressing certain issues. And I feel like they also believe that they're doing it out of love, which is why they justify it. I agree. Um, just something quick to add on before we move on to the next subtopic. But um, I remember that, and I know you remember this too, Leah, but we used to walk outside and um, at our middle school and nine times or maybe seven times out of 10, you'd see kids fighting on the corner or things of that sort. And they're arguing over stupid things that could have been solved over a simple sit down and talk or maybe talk to a counselor or something of that sort. And fighting is just like something that's developed through trauma or things that have occurred through their own life. Both of you spoke really nicely on this subtopic. Define as abuse is certain people or um, older generations of our kind believe that hitting kids with the bell or anything like that isn't abuse. So I'll go first for this one. Um, mainly, this question was sparked from just the idea of like how abuse itself it comes in many different forms. There's mental abuse, physical abuse. Um, the list can go on. And when it comes to hitting kids, no matter what form of hitting you're talking about, um, it kind of like, it varies. But in my opinion, if hitting kids with a belt isn't abuse, then truly it just enables more people that when it comes to abuse itself, when we're talking about hitting kids or anything of that sort, it's kind of like a tough topic, but when 
you are talking about hitting kids on a hitting kids with a belt. Um, I would consider it abuse myself. And if that's not abuse to some people, then like it just enables other people that could be child abusers, rapists, anything of that sort to continue with what they're doing because, you know, it to them it makes it feel like it's okay. And people that um that believe that hitting kids with a belt isn't abuse, then that can enable them to also become those type of people as well. Yes, I, I fully agree with that. And this question is a really good question because um Many times in a black household or even like a minority household, they like you'll often hear them watching the news or something and they'll hear stories sadly about abuse that's happening and you'll see their reaction and they'll be like, oh, my gosh, that's so crazy. How could anybody do this to their child? Um, I would never do that to my child. But then counterintuitively when they hear a child who is expressing themselves, they are, they become disrespected by that without understanding that even though we're younger, even though we're children, our brains still have the same goal. We still have feelings. We still need to express ourselves. And that's where they get confused. And there's a double standard between the amount of feelings we're allowed to express because when you think about it, just think about this. A parent who's an adult, who's physically stronger than a child, if they get so easily offended by a child who is still developing their brain to the point where they physically inflict pain on them, that just says something about their lack of knowledge and skill when it comes to solving conflict. And when you look at it from a non-biased or just from an objective standpoint, physically, it is abuse because whether it was intended to be out of love or not, it still has the same effect on the physical being that is it's being done on. Like whether you meant whether you meant to hit me out of love, I'm still being hit and I'm still experiencing pain. So when you go through that, it's a form of also mental manipulation when, because, okay, I don't know. This is going to be a question for you guys. When, after you guys have gotten a spanking, if you've gotten a spanking, have your parents ever sat down with you to discuss why um, they hit you? Have they ever done that? For me personally, no. It would just end in like a screaming match after the spanking and everyone would just go their separate ways. And you know, everyone would be angry at the situation, of course. So, yeah. Yeah, see, whether they talk down, whether they sit down and talk with you or they leave it be, it doesn't add to any progress. It actually allows you to internalize pain and silence that because if you do express your pain, they'll be more likely to hit you more. And it just, it doesn't end well. It doesn't end well. I highly agree with what both of you said, and I honestly have nothing else to add. I agree. Um, coming from myself, my mother, she doesn't really, like, spank me or anything like that or get defensive of that sort. But I do get punishments here and there um, if I am being disrespectful or 
she's had enough of me <laughs> for the day. But truly, um, because it's more of like generational trauma, it's like passed on, like I was saying for the question of the day. And, you know, it's kind of hard to break down those stereotypes or that trauma. But as things um, start to get better and times like, you know, we keep increasing in time or as time progresses, in better words, um, we're just going to notice that more people are just going to understand how to treat their kids and how to value everybody's emotions and expressions of how they're going in their mindset. So a redefined question would be, what are better ways that parents can discipline their kids aside from needing to hurt them? I think parents could have a sit-down talk, as Leah was explaining, have a sit-down talk and explain what they did wrong so the children understand what they did wrong and can maybe fix their mistake next time. Um, Rewards for good behavior is also a good form of discipline. Um, For bad behavior, they could take away certain privileges and set certain boundaries for certain things. I think those are all good ways of discipline because none of them include physically doing anything to the child. And it's always good to talk to the child about everything so they understand what they where they went wrong and can fix their mistakes and do better next time. Yes, I, I fully agree. Um, to build on, I believe that if... I actually saw this in a TikTok, funny enough, um, where the parent they give their child the choice to either make this uh, decision and get this consequence or make this decision and not get a consequence. And that way it allows the child to be able to decipher what is important to them and what, how they can act to get their desired outcome. And it also helps them developmentally be able to process what they're feeling and to make better choices knowing um, what could possibly happen depending on that choice. So it leaves, it takes more of their responsibility off of a parent to reinforce constantly um, what they feel as though the child should be doing. And it allows the child to take responsibility for their own actions and reinforce the idea that they know what's best for themselves and it helps them with decision-making. So I think that's also another thing that can be added into the disciplinary actions taken. I agree. And, you know, sitting down with kids and just talking to them and learning how to express their feelings is a great way. So when they get in the world, um, they can understand how they can express their feelings and also not have to follow against or go towards violence just to express their anger or disappointment in somebody. And another way we can do this is um, because kids are very expressive or they like using crayons and markers and things of that sort to draw. I think that another good way would to have them sit down if they can write then have them sit down and write out how they're feeling. Or maybe if they can't write, then draw. It might be a little funny for little kids, but um, it is a great way for them to understand what's going on and, you know, be able to express themselves and gain a sense of like calmness so they can cool down. 
Does anybody have anything else to add to that um, topic before we move on to our last two questions? Um, I don't. Same here. I think we pretty much covered the pillars of what it takes to raise a verbally communicative child in um, a great way. So our next subtopic would be, what are the effects of spanking or hitting your kid with the child, I mean, hitting your kid with the belt? What effects does that have on a child? I'll go first for this one. Um, there's like a lot of effects, but they fall into like two or three categories. So first category would be like mental, mental abuse or like a mental effect upon them. Because when you hit a kid, it's kind of like, they're gaining a sense of fear towards you because they're being scared that they're going to that you're going to hit them if they do something wrong. And it kind of gains like a sense of stability or them knowing that they shouldn't do that again. But they're also scared that something could happen to them um, if they do it again. And another thing that concerns the mental that an effect would have on that the effect would be on a kid is that. When it comes to somebody putting their hands on the child, it's like in most cases, the child will be confused because if you're not sitting there to explain what is going on and why they're being hit with the bell and things of that sort, then really they're just sitting there confused and they're also scared for their life. And it's kind of like a whole bunch of emotions going on in their brain and they can't express that or calculate what's going on. I 100% agree. And to add on that, as Ari said, fear, um, the child may have fear of doing the wrong thing because last time they did the wrong thing, they were Never. abused it, and also scared to go to the parents to talk about certain things because they are afraid maybe they're going to say the wrong thing and maybe, maybe the parent will like hit them again or something. And it also starts to develop trust issues between the child and the parent because you know when someone hits you or does something that can traumatize a person anyone not even just a child but a person in general that can definitely traumatize someone and cause trust issues between the children and um the parent and so i think those are some things that'll affect a child or a person in general and to further just add one last thing it uh, causes the child to associate pain with love which is what we most times see in cases of abusive relationships the victim stays no their survivor stays in the relationship because they associate that type of pain with um, affection or with they feel like they deserve that pain because of their action when in reality your action should not determine whether you get hit or physically abused or abused in any way because as in a relationship or with the, any relationship in general there should always be love and understanding and room for communication in all areas whether it be a parent and child relationship, a platonic relationship, a romantic relationship, there should always be room for constructive criticism through verbal communication 
and just a basic understanding of people's boundaries, which is something that many families don't understand with this dynamic. I agree. And that's actually a very mainstream topic that um, should be talked about when we're talking about um, tough love or abuse and things of that sort concerning towards abuse. Because that those type of relationships do evolve over time from just the ideal of being spanked by being spanked when you were a child. So moving on to our next subtopic, which is our last one, um, what is going to be our personal response to punishment or discipline for our own children in the future? Um, For me specifically, I know that I'm going to ensure that I give my child other options um, that they can choose to do or partake in to to show them that there are other ways to handle your problems and there are other things that you can do that give you joy and passion because most times kids make decisions based on what they feel um, will benefit them in a certain way. And so by you redirecting their attention to something that's going to be productive for them, something that's actually going to benefit them rather than something that you know is not good for them, it'll allow them to think like that in the future for their own selves when they're out in the world that, hey, maybe this isn't the best option, or if I'm feeling like this, there's an alternative. So it helps them with problem solving and critical thinking. And just like showing love, just come from a place of understanding. That's really all children want from their parents is to be understood. I totally agree with you. And to add on to that, um, just talk to them and explain what they did wrong because communication is key in any relationship and make them understand so they can basically fix their mistakes without having to fear being abused in any way. Make make them know that they are loved even when they're doing stuff wrong because the only way we learn from the only way we learn is from our mistakes. College I plan to major in psychology, so a big thing for me would be to have them write down how they're feeling or express it through drawing if they can't find the confidence to talk about it or explain how they're feeling, then the next best move would be to go to drawing. And for me personally, I don't believe in hitting kids or really putting my hands on them um, unless things do get physical with them and they're able to understand what's going on at a perfect age. And, you know, because kids they're circulated by a lot of negative behavior sometimes, and they may have friends that do such things that their parents allow, but you as a parent may not allow. That's just something that is going to go through their brains that they may want to try, but they shouldn't have tried because, you know, it's your household and it may not have been allowed. So throughout this whole topic and episode itself, um, for me personally, when I get kids, like I, like I stated earlier, I just plan to deal with them through journal, journaling their problems and drawing and just talking about it, you know, because sometimes kids aren't confident enough to talk about their problems. So it just wouldn't be like the perfect thing to do. But in full transparency, I just believe that hitting your kids is just considered abuse at that point because it's things that happened in the past 
and it's generational trauma that's brought up, but it's not a true reason to hit your kids, if you understand where I'm coming from. 100% agree with both of y'all. OMG, guys, this is so great. I love this discussion. I feel like we touched on many different perspectives. And yeah, um, this was very, very fun, very productive. And I hope what the people can take away from this is that there's different ways to address certain situations. And there can be change from uh, long-standing um, traditions within a household. There is room for change and there's always room for growth in every area. And I just challenge everyone to constantly look for better ways to handle situations. I agree. And so now that we're coming towards the end of this episode, a um, couple of reminders that we have for everyone is make sure you follow our Instagram, living.black underscore podcast. And we also have a TikTok now. And our TikTok can be found in our link tree. So that's going to be in the description of this episode. So if you're on YouTube, look in the description. If you're on Spotify, you can also look in the description and there'll be a link there. And yeah, if you haven't listened to our other episodes yet, make sure you listen to those as well. And be sure to listen to our introduction episode if you're new to Living Black Podcast. So is there anything else anybody would like to add before we end off this episode? Um, I just wanted to say thanks to Leah for joining us for this episode. You had some very great points and a good discussion to add to this topic. And I enjoyed have we enjoyed having you on the episode. OMG guys, thank you so, so much. I appreciate the honor and opportunity to come on here and express my thoughts. And I'm so proud of this podcast. It's only up from here, guys. So keep up the great work and I'll be tuning in. Thank you. Thank you, Leah. So that's the end of today's episode. We hope you all enjoyed it. And we'll have a bunch of more episodes coming out through the month of June. And we also have a special important announcement coming up in one of our future episodes. So be on the lookout for that. On that note, bye, y'all. See you in the next episode. Bye, y'all. Bye, everyone. Thank you.